welcome. We almost missed that one. To the Slick and Juicy Sports Show, episode 27. Football season now. You're going to have, what, is this two shows in two days? Two shows in two days. That opening segment was almost as sloppy as the Clippers in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I I could go a long time about what about the Clippers, man. It was the whole game. I've been waiting two hours for Juicy to show up, and he's been pulling up Paul George in the fourth quarter and just not showing up. Kawhi didn't either. I mean, they looked horrible. In the second half in general, they just looked like they didn't care. And then every single one of the players, Kawhi obviously didn't say anything in in post-game interviews, but Paul George, Lou Williams, um, one of the other guys. Like I'm Lou Will. Talking about chemistry issues, is he? Lou Will thought that that was their biggest thing. Yes, they had the best team on paper, but when you get deep into the playoffs, you have to have chemistry. You have to have people who can knock down shots, and I just don't think the Clippers had that. Keep in mind, they're the team, one of the teams that wanted to just not play, and that's true too. C.J. McCollum tweeted <laughs> and said, "After this is my last tweet, I'm gonna finish this glass of wine or whatever, and then I'm done." But thinking about it, they did say they didn't want to play. But I didn't think they were going to go out like that. C.J. McCollum plays for the Blazers, in case you didn't know who that was. I do know who C.J. <laughs> McCollum is. He's a cold, cold dude. Also really likes wine. He does. I think he has his own podcast. Yes. He does? Yeah. Have you ever listened to it? No, but uh, we'll try to get him on the show next week. We'll send him a DM on Twitter. Um. Yeah, this is the first, I mean, we were recording during the Celtics Heat game one, and that was a thriller, Um, but yeah, this game, you just going into the fourth quarter, you just kind of, kind of felt, you kind of felt. When we got off the mics and we started watch, like legit watching it, it was, I mean, you felt like the Clips are going to, the Nuggets are going to run away with this. When you've got argue, and I don't know. After this season and these playoffs, I don't know if I can put Paul George in a top ten NBA player. He's right a phony. Now. He's not a phony. P word phony. Um, Kawhi's Kawhi did his best. Kawhi's gonna Kawhi. Um, but he can't carry a team like LeBron can. They had twenty four points combined. I know. And they were supposed to be the best team in the West. Yeah. So a twenty five year old Jokic and a twenty three year old Jamal Murray just out superstar the superstars. Jamal Murray, cold. 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 Cold dude. Jokic is cold. Pretty cold for a white boy. I like Jokic. I like the way he plays. Just wait until he has those uh, those big man handles and shooting. Well, he can shoot. He's still young and sloppy. He's awkward and sloppy dribbling-wise, but he can shoot. Just wait until he uh, grows into his size. Intellectually. At 25? Yeah. What age do people grow into their size? Yeah, I don't know. You see it in football. You see it in basketball. You don't really grow into your size until you're about uh, 26, 27. <laughs> Next year? Yeah. He'll be a nightmare. He's already a nightmare, so he's, I don't even know how to, what to explain. Joe Chick? Jokic. Joe Kick. Jokic. Joe Kick. Just call him the Joker. Joe Kick. The Siberian Nightmare. I mean, even with their... I mean, Denver has a good surrounding cast, too, and Paul Millsap, Grant, 
Gary Harris, but they're not deep like the Clippers are. The Clippers, the Clippers should have won this series. First of all, they were up 3-1. They should have won this series. Typical Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is going to get his ass fired. And he will get picked there up have by been He will yes, be a hot commodity. There, there have been, tw- I want to say, 12 teams in the history of the NBA lose a 3-1 series. Being up three one. Oh, I heard a crazy stat today is that Doc, Doc Rivers is fourteen and twenty seven in um, elimination games or really? cl- series clinching games. Well, my stat in before you interrupted me, there's been twelve teams that have lost a three one series, and Doc Rivers has coached three of those teams. I think two with the Clippers this season and one year with Chris Paul and the Clippers, and then. Magic when he coached the Magic with Tracy McGrady. So he a whole ass hoe. He doesn't change his adjustments when some when Denver is killing you. So what it was was Denver was Jokic was killing Montrezl Harrell on the post when Harrell was in the game. He was killing him, and Doc never made the switch. Never went small ball to counter that, or never put Zubac in to play Jokic. He doesn't make adjustments. Every other coach in the NBA makes – I mean, in this NBA, every, every coach has been going as small as they can. Look at the Celtics and Heat <laughs> at it's first. A, it's a small ball exhibition. <laughs> the, Celt- the Heat are starting a – if, J- if Jimmy Butler's a big man, then it's a small ball game. Bam Adebayo is starting at their center, and he's 6'9 on a good day. He's not a big center. He's a big – he's a big technically in the basketball-wise, but – He's not seven foot or anything like that. So, do you think the Nuggets have anything for the Lakers, or I, I think they give them a, I think they take a game. I say a, they game. Take a game. I think they're so worn out. And Lakers have what went five. Lakers have played five in games like a week. No, yeah, no. Yeah, so they, that might come back to. But I say the Nuggets steal game one, and then it's a. Uh, a gentleman's sweep after that. Just like the Lakers' first two series. Yeah. Because Rockets took game one and Portland took game one. I'll go out on a limb and say they do that in the finals, too. Who's going to win in the East now? The Heat. Heat? Yeah. Heat, Lakers. Yeah, I say Heat, Celtics go six. Heat win. Uh, Lakers go 4-1. Still somehow get rest, even though the Eastern Conference got a two-game head start on them, and uh, Lakers win the finals. I think with the Clippers, Adam Silver just comes his pants. He's so stoked. I think it is a. This is the Lakers championship to lose at this point. And don't get me wrong, I like the Heat, I like the Nuggets, I like the Celtics. They're all good. Bear with me, young teams, very young teams. Their time will come. This is – if the Lakers somehow lose this finals, I would be surprised. I would be very surprised. And we were coming – I've been skeptical. I mean, everybody's been on the Lakers nuts all year, and it was just always going to be how are they going to beat the Clippers? How are they going to beat the Bucks? How are they going to beat – Now they don't have to. <laughs> now they don't have to. They literally took the easiest route to the finals. Gentleman sweep all the way through. In there, I don't know about that either. The basketball, the NBA playoffs are different, man. It's so much different. It's showing more, especially with the Heat team. Basketball is going to win these games. 
Jimmy Butler's a star. Don't get me wrong. He's not a superstar. And the Heat have a one zero lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Little baby Bert. It's d- it's weird. It's weird to watch. They're always being asterisk. <laughs> Honestly, I would love I to know. see. I would love to see the Heat beat the Lakers in the finals, just to say fuck you, LeBron. Yeah, that would be awesome, and it might happen. I think it will happen. The Heat are playing pretty fucking good for a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year. Yeah, they didn't have a star last year, though. They just now got Jimmy this season. And Otto Bauer didn't start last year. So is Paul George worth his five first-round picks? Seven first-round picks. Seven first-round picks. Five picks and two swaps. So the uh, Thunder get two of those or swaps if the Clippers have a better first-round pick than the Thunder do in that particular year, they swap them. No, I'd have never thought Paul George was worth that much. He's clearly a phony. I say you just cut him now. No, it does not work like that in the NBA. You think the Clippers <laughs> just fucking how how long until the Clippers implode? Just absolutely implode. How long I does Kawhi have? They both signed three year contracts. Okay, Kawhi's getting the fuck out. But they have player options. They're both on contract this se- next season. Okay, so they but have to they fake have it next year, not make the playoffs. They have to ha- they have player options for their l- third year on those contracts. They're both getting the fuck out. I don't know. I mean, unless they get rid of unless they get rid of Doc Rivers, and then they might. I think any other coach they do okay. I think they they fucking. They're I a brand. You can't just. I mean, when ca- when LeBron came back to the Cavs for the first time, they didn't win the championship. It it takes camaraderie and, and chemistry. You can't just put all these dudes on a basketball and expect them to win. There there needs to, yeah, they're gonna have to let some players walk and get some different pieces to fit around Kawhi and uh PG, but Zion to the Clippers. I don't know. I don't think you blow up Kawhi and PG yet. When when I think Kawhi was making his decision to so I read an article about it and we don't know this exactly what it said and there's probably a lot of things we don't know going on in the bubble, like players talking over here. Supposedly, when Kawhi was making his decision that he wanted to go to the Clippers, he talked to Kevin Durant first. I was like, hey, this would be awesome. And KD was like, well, me and Kyrie are best friends. We're going to go to Brooklyn. And I think his second choice was Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler was like, I want to go to the Heat and be my own dude, you know. I don't need any of you guys. And he's proved that so far. And I think the last kind of option at that moment was – Paul George, who had already kind of said he didn't want to play in Oklahoma City with Russ anymore, and Kawhi kind of forced the Clippers' hand to tra- trade five first-round picks for him. And Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I just got really distracted because the Browns don't have a midfield logo. <laughs> Did you hear anything I said? It just really – are they the first team not to have a midfield logo? I haven't even noticed it. I, they don't fuck, do they? Okay, well, <laughs> just so everybody knows, we are recording this. They're about to kick off. Um, so we got to jump into the NFL previews real quick, and we're start off with Cincinnati at Cleveland. Tickets as low as a hundred and twenty-four. They actually have fans. Fuck. Oh shit, they do. Do you see that the Titans are allowing fans twenty percent capacity next week? Yeah. I did not see that. Or October 4th. That's not next week. 
No, but they are allowing fans. Cool. cool for cool. the s- for the soccer team and the football squad. Uh, the dude's food truck we went and ate at that day. Mm-hmm. He told me if I come and uh learned how to work the register, we could go tailgate in <laughs> the Titans parking lot and <laughs> sell food. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Possibly do it. Not you. Me. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Sounds great. Welcome back to the Slick and Juicy Sports Show. We got a special guest from up north. (laughs) The only one on this planet protecting the Big Ten (laughs) and their weak-ass, pussy-ass eight-game schedule. Can we call him by his government name? I don't know. He needs a cool nickname. Uh, yeah. Can we call you by your Just government name? Just don't use name? My, my Christian name. You know, whatever you guys want to call me. That'll work. Junior. Yeah, Junior, Junior. sounds good. Junior. <laughs> right. Junior. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. Uh, see that I made it to the big leagues now. Yeah. Big leagues. Big leagues. Uh, speaking of the opposite of big leagues, Big Ten decided that they're going to play football <laughs> this year starting on October 24th. Eight games in a row leading up to the Big Ten championship game. And then still, they're still thinking about having the college football playoff on those Big Ten teams can possibly be in it? Yeah, they're going to try to be. Um, now I'll be honest what with you. What do you think, Junior? Uh, you're not going to find me taking up for much on this one. Like... I'm glad to see that they're going to be playing, but I don't think that they should yeah. be able to make the college football playoffs. No, Not if anything, game schedule. this just made them look silly. Like, I think that this whole thing was them trying to virtue signal right off the bat and say that they, quote-unquote, cared about player safety, even though they were bringing them back to campus anyway. So now that they saw that yeah. they were going to miss out and on they- revenue and, and all these other conferences – you know, we're finding a way to do it. They just wanted to hop on. It bit them in the ass a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, so, I, I mean, I'm glad that they're playing, but it, it makes them look bad, for sure. I'm glad they gave us, what, a month and a half, uh, so they still have time <laughs> to back out again. Honestly, with Michigan and Michigan State, I wouldn't be surprised that they were still hesitant to even play with the Big Ten on this last announcement. What about the shit teams? Do you think Rutgers is going to play? You think Maryland's going to play? You think Illinois? Do you think anybody's going to notice if they do or if they don't? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would even notice if Rutgers did play. They might pick up a win <laughs> against Michigan or something, but no. I mean, I'm I'm glad they're playing. I think it is it is. They didn't go about it the right way, but I do think it is the best decision for them, Ex- and for those players and those. You know the student athletes and everything. I think. It well, is we're already. Uh, I mean, hell, Christian McCaffrey, uh, younger brother Dylan, he just opted out of the season and is trying to transfer today. Yeah, he, plays, he, he played, played for Michigan. Then, then the Michigan quarterback. Opt yeah, out same guy. Too? Is that the same guy? Yeah. Same guy. Yeah. Oh, McCaffrey's brother's the quarterback. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to think that there's – I know there's other players in the conference that have done the same thing. So that's probably got something to do with them going half-ass, you know, in or out this whole this whole fall. So as a Michigan fan, um, are you happy or bummed that this puts a asterisk next to Jimmy Khakis uh, that he might 
be your coach next year despite not beating Ohio State again because they'll say, <laughs> well, he was in a pandemic and he didn't have enough. So I think it's going to look bad. I mean, honestly, we do rely on a lot of out-of-conference opponents to boost our win schedule, and obviously we're not going to be able to go out and find another coach during all of this. So I'm kind of scared, to be honest with you. I think that we've got a good chance against everyone except for Ohio State, but they're returning a lot of talent, so I don't know. Let's see how it shakes out. Yeah, they're going to be good. State's going to be damn good. I wasn't completely sold on Justin Fields, but well, they're they're still losing a lot of talent too. So I, I really don't know what to expect. But you're right. Long term, I think Harbaugh's got to go. I, but this is just going to delay the process. I mean, how many times is he going to shit his khakis <laughs> in November? The good thing is they're not playing in November. Because he's it's just his name. I mean, he's gotten good recruits. He just hasn't been able to capitalize on it. Yeah, or keep from right? moving So do you think uh, Notre Dame joining the ACC, a championship conference, uh, affects y'all's mm. recruiting at all? Not really. Uh, honestly, Notre Dame didn't look that great in their ACC opener last week. I was gonna yeah. say that they didn't so, look too good against Duke the other night. They yeah, ran away. I think if anything, it kind of hurts them. For most of that game, Duke was hanging right there. I think it would have hurt the Big Ten if the Absolutely. Big Ten didn't yeah. play. Um, to have an area team actually playing football. Um, but yeah, if they actually play football and somehow get a team in with eight games, um, I think fucking Notre Dame. Fuck you, Catholics. I just don't know how you're going to be. I mean, Ohio State goes undefeated, don't get me wrong. They probably deserve to be in the college football playoff. But if you've got an undefeated SEC team and one that's Bozeman, right? <laughs> one that's, uh, you know, lost one game and then an ACC champion. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, the Big Ten schedule is still definitely point. tough, and it's still a good conference, but I don't even know how they're going to make it work time-wise. Like, they're not starting until October the 24th, so are the rest of the conferences just going to wait until they get everything at the Big Ten wrapped up and then start the playoffs, or how's that going to work? Well, I guess that's why they're oh. playing an eight-game schedule, because the SEC's not going to start. SEC's starting on the 26th, September 26th. So I guess that's why they yeah, had to condense point. it down a little bit. So it, it will still be on the same timeline. Yeah, I close to timeline, it. I imagine. Yeah, but the only thing against the Big Ten is that they have to play eight straight games running straight into the conference championship game. So if there's any any instance where they have too many COVID tests or anything, they're yeah, they're not letting they're not leaving themselves much wiggle room for error for sure. And if Ohio State gets too many COVID tests and loses to Iowa, um, then the Big Ten won't have any playoff teams. No. Has the Pac-12 yeah, said they're, anything? Yeah, they're, uh, they're actually thinking about playing in October now, too. But just think, if Penn State or Ohio State get too many COVID tests, they'll just lie about it and hide it anyway. So we'll never know. <laughs> in reality, all the – Big Ten teams have been practicing since August. Yeah, for the most part, I think. Yeah, maybe not. So they really don't. I think the whole month and a half was like what two weeks of their quarantine testing, and then a month of practice to get rid of 
ready for the, t- the season, which really they could play next week if they wanted to. Yeah, I know Harbaugh was still holding practices. They they could, yeah. I know Michigan worked. I hadn't seen that, but I don't know if I everybody else was still having practice. It's just tough for Michigan because really their only advantage is having 105,000 fans, and now they're not even going to have that. They're just going to have Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> Jimmy Khakis <laughs> shitting his khakis on the sideline in the second quarter by himself. He's going to have to wear a mask now too, so we're not. Gonna hey, you won't be able to see him eating boogers on the sidelines. I remember that. Yeah, so that's a that's a that's a plus. That's funny. So who does this favor to anybody in the Big Ten? A short schedule. I think if Wisconsin can avoid Ohio State in their schedule somehow, this is literally the only chance in Wisconsin's history that they have to make. I haven't seen the re-release of the schedule, but you're right. It depends on how they've broken it up. Yeah, that's what I assume. They haven't said how they're going to break it up yet. You know that the one side is heavily stacked because you've got Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and then the other, you've got Ohio, or uh, sorry, Iowa and what, Nebraska and Wisconsin? Yeah. Don't disrespect (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Whatever whatever side they're on. They got rid of all their (laughs) fifth-year seniors, so they should be shit again this year. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. If it is going to be like division to division there, that Ohio State division yeah. is still going to be tough. Yeah, no but to, to Nick's oh, point, like if Wisconsin can just breeze through eight games against Minnesota, Rutgers, Illinois, and Iowa, yeah. Undefeated and then somehow I, win the I still don't, Big Ten I don't championship. Know. I mean, they get in the playoffs. You've got to take that into consideration. Like that's obviously not a very good schedule. I would I would take a one or two loss SEC team over over that any day. I would, but that doesn't mean that they're going to. You oh, know that they sure. they like the Big Ten too. There might be three SEC teams in the college football playoffs this upcoming. I think the playoffs are going to be weird this year, especially. I mean, can you take I? I just think from a Big Ten standpoint, you've got to start sooner and play more than eight games. Because eight games is, I mean, what, SEC's playing ten games? Twelve games. Twelve games. Are they? No, I think they're yeah. no, eight, ten, ten, ten games. games. Yeah. Ten? Ten games. Ten. ACC's playing eleven games. Big Twelve's playing eleven games. It's going to be tough because one loss within eight games oh, yeah. is a huge Yeah, that's deal. an automatic disqualifier oh, from the playoffs. Sure. There's going to have to be an undefeated champion out of the Big Ten. And I think that that undefeated champion has to be on the the division that's Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, or Ohio State. Unless they beat Iowa State in the championship. Ohio State, not Iowa State. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) But I think you're looking at what? Penn State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, again, like we do every year. You always have to throw Michigan and Michigan State. I don't State know about Michigan State, no matter but what. Izzo, or not Izzo, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been yeah. raping a lot of people. They got it. Yeah, they got a lot going cases on. Every so day. I don't know if I'd put them in this year. And I don't even know if I'd put Michigan in this year because I'm so tired of 
overhyping them myself, and then they just like, like you said, shit their pants in November. So I would, I would rather go in with, break your, yeah, I'd rather go in with no expectations and just say that Ohio State and Penn State are going to be the two to choose from. And if they surprise me, great. Can Justin Fields no. win a Heisman in eight games? I don't know. Kid's good. I like Justin. He's really Fields. good. <laughs> and I think he puts up more stats and more highlights than Trevor Lawrence does. What about the Oklahoma kid too, though? Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler's a little bitch. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think we have to get there first. Yeah, we've got a long. <laughs> October twenty fourth is a long ways off, and the Big Ten has been. Um, yeah, if about ten people test positive in the next month, they'll probably cancel again. So, we'll see. Because I, it's different than the SEC and the ACC and the Big Twelve because they're in the southern states that just try to pretend that COVID <laughs> doesn't, doesn't exist. Not and in thing. the Big Ten, you've literally got like three or four states that are like Rutgers. shut down that cannot yeah Rutgers Maryland Illinois they like literally can't go to campus or anything like under state law shut down that's the only hurdle that I see from the Big Ten and I think that's why they prolonged it to October 24th so we'll see but I'm excited to have a little bit of yeah. At least, this year. at least we get the chance <laughs> to even have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Stoked about it. Stoked about it. Spring <laughs> football is a burner killer. Fuck the Pac-12. I, yeah, I don't even know how that would have felt. It just would have been weird. No, we're going to get some lit ass FCS football in the spring. With the Pac-12 just going to play their own schedule. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> guys, I don't know what the fuck. Still Pac-12 got Yale and Harvard too. So what? Don't count them out. Brains. They're smart enough to play in the spring. The Pac-12 usually follows whatever the Big Ten. Yeah, does, so they're already talking about it today. Up on too. Yeah, except the Pac-12 is literally on fucking oh, fire yeah. right now. So <laughs> that might be a factor too. Sure. Big Dick Joe touchdown. Do we want to move into some NFL predictions? Did you stutter, study up your uh, yeah, NFL? Yeah, I think I got some junior? wisdom to share here. Yeah, some. All right. Well, we're in the middle of this Bengals-Browns game. It's uh, 10 to 14 right now, so we won't comment Ooh, on that. Oh, they just scored. Um, yeah. Just for um, purposes of me sounding right I took uh, the Bengals plus six and a half over 44 and a half and we're looking really good right now uh, but we go to Sunday September 20th Giants at the Bears we got Chicago a minus five and a half favorite over under 42 both of these teams are tough to figure out right now you know Danny Dimes and the Giants looked decent against Pittsburgh the other night. And then the Bears, depending on whatever the fuck Trubisky does, I can't figure that team out yet. So I think I that the Bears winning was more indicative on the Lions just absolutely falling apart. Every time they on have defense, a lead. Yeah. 
I still, I'm still not sold on the Bears, to be honest with you. And the Giants did look good against the Steelers, but Daniel Jones can make a handful of smart plays and then turn the ball over two drives in a row. And that's true, too. And he, he's still young, though. You know, you have to expect that. But he – that offense – at times, that yeah. offense looked really good. No, they're not against the Steelers. And the Steelers are top three defense, arguably. Yeah, behind the Washington <laughs> football team. Oh my and Saquon Barkley, what, had 15 carries for six yards? Yes. Yeah, Saquon's ass. Um, he's already a fraud. I'm going out on a limb and saying he's a fraud. Uh, Trubisky, it's going to be 69 degrees, a good fall breeze in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I'm taking Trubisky by two Ugh. touchdowns. I have to take the Giants on this one. I'm going to go Bears. I'll go Bears. Bears. All right. Our, our next game, we got the Falcons at the Cowboys. We got Dallas minus four over under 54. I don't know about the Cowboys either. I, I, that's what's so weird about this season is, especially coming in with no preseason games, we don't know these teams yet. On paper, the Cowboys are great. They should be. <laughs> they just always fall short. The Falcons... Matt Ryan will throw for 400 yards every game, but they can't stop anybody. The so. Falcons played a really good Seahawks team last week. And looking at the Tampa Bay-New Orleans game, I'm going to go on a limb and say that the, I would rather have Matt Ryan than Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Right? I agree with that. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree really? with that. Completely. So, whoever loses this game is going to start off 0-2 and – they're already going to start a panic on the fan base. Like, which, regardless, both the Falcons and the Cowboys are expected to be better this year. But uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys on this one. I'm going to go ahead and go Falcons. I'll go Cowboys. I know. I want to hear your reasoning behind that you would you would take Matt Ryan over Drew Brees and Tom right now. Yeah. I mean, neither one of them. Breeze or Brady didn't look like they could really throw the ball down the field last week. I mean, no, and I they get that. Old. And I don't. I was just telling Nick this. I don't think that was the expectation going into either of their seasons. They they, they were going to throw the football down the field. They're Hall of Fame quarterbacks because they don't make mistakes, and they can lead that team I to mean, victory no matter. Especially Drew Brees. Tom looked like shit the other night. Don't get me wrong. He threw a pick six. And a I'm not saying they're bad. Play. They're just old. I mean, Matt Ryan's still got that, that spark. So, kind of digging offense out of the right. No, he does. No, I see what you're saying, but. And he's got yeah. young receivers, too. I see what you're saying, but if you're going to, you can't pick the Falcons over Tampa Bay or New Orleans. In that, division? In that division? Yeah, I uh, can. Yeah, I can. Nick is saying the Falcons no. can win that division. What are you? I think they're just sneaky. They're going to sneak out. I do think that they the can. I party. think that they're going to linger until the end of the year. But I'm still picking the Saints to win the division. I respect that, but I think you see, you see Atlanta. Yeah, like yeah, I can see them scooting out. I've actually got them picked as a wild card. Now we got an extra, extra, extra wild card this year. We move on to a slaughterhouse. We got uh, the Lions at the Packers. We. Fuck, look at this line. We got Green Bay minus six and a half, over under 49 and a half. Over. <laughs> and the Packers, easily. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers looks great. Aaron Rodgers is on a fuck you tour. You should never have drafted Jordan Love. 
uh, Lions, get Matt Stafford out of there. He deserves I feel better. For the dude, man. Yeah. I hate it for him. He, he deserves so much better. Packers uh, defense did not look great last week. Um, Packers offense looked really good last week. Um, Lions looked fucking awful last week. What was that quote that Matt, Matt oh. Patricia said? What was it? Uh, he said that um, they asked him about his defense in the fourth quarter, and he said, last time I checked, I had the greatest defensive play <laughs> in Super Bowl history, referring to Malcolm Butler getting that interception. <laughs> Four fucking years ago. Four years ago for the Patriots, not his team. That's uh, Patricia is a bum. This needs to be his last year. Uh, Has he uh, had yeah, two full seasons? Third, right? Yes. Yeah, this is his third. And this is this should be, I mean, historically speaking, your third year should be when you establish that you built your team. They should have never been in position to let Chicago come back into that game last week. No, no. And we had red zone on the TV, and it's one that we kept missing because all of a sudden Trubisky had thrown three touchdown passes, and it was fucking like a close game, you know? I'm taking the yep. Packers by three Great. touchdowns. Yeah, Packers on this one. Uh, moving on to another shitty game. We got the Jaguars at the Titans. We got Tennessee minus seven and a half over under 44. Titans almost gave me a heart attack on Monday night. I stayed up for the whole game. Uh, didn't end here in old chat town until <laughs> one thirty. <laughs> um, Granted, I didn't have to be at work until like noon. So, Titans missed three field goals and an extra point. And Goskowski blamed it on that all offseason he has been kicking with his socks off. So, he had his socks on the whole time through those missed field goals. And he took his socks off at the end. And Naturally. Game winner. <laughs> I, missed, I missed my point spread by one point thanks to his ten missed points. Yeah, Titans did not look great. It didn't look bad. I mean, we obviously hung left 10, bo- 10 points. I think that's a pretty good Broncos team, though. Like, I think, yeah. I do, and I I, I like Drew Locke. Drew Locke's I think that's a wild card wagon. Broncos team. And they've got injuries, too. Von you know? Miller. I don't know about Von Miller's year, but that is an up. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that was a good plan. Yeah. I think the Jaguars look better than a lot of people expected them to look last week, but I also don't think the Colts are as good as everyone thinks that they are. So, I think that, yeah. They never are. That's the thing I hate about the Colts. The Colts are so hyped up. Yeah, the Titans, I think, run away with this one. Yeah, I like the Titans, too. Um, But I will say minus 7.5 is a little aggressive. So I might take Jacksonville plus 7.5. I think it's a field goal game. That's not what you're picking on. You're picking your winner. Yeah, I'm picking my winner, Titans. But I'm just saying, if Hell, I'm I think Titans got about two or three scores. I'm going. I'm going under forty-four. Titans plus seven. Moving on to another one o'clock game, uh, we got the Vikings at the Colts. We got Indianapolis minus three over oh, under forty-one and a half. <laughs> I'm pouncing. I'm pouncing all over this one. Indy has the favorites after last week because they're all yes because they're always gonna be it's just I don't know I don't get it it's like every single year they're favored yeah they think a 44 year old Philip Rivers is gonna take them to the Super Bowl yeah what 
I don't even know, <laughs> but he's old as hell. <laughs> Bo just broke into the fucking house. <laughs> you fucks left me outside this whole time. I could have just nudged the door and came in. Anyways. No, um so the only the thing that has haunted Philip Rivers for so long, him and the Chargers, was that it was always fourth quarter comebacks. You know, or it was Philip had to try to leave leave lead a drive to win the game. And he did the same thing with the Colts last week. You know, it's like it doesn't. Well, you start to, you start to wonder if he puts himself into those it's positions. <laughs> like it just it may just be yeah, him for sure. I don't know. I mean, the he Vikings did the same thing last week. How did, what did Kirk Cousins only have like six pass attempts the first half? Yeah. Yeah, they oh, really? they were very run heavy. I think he was like three for five in the yeah, first half. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, I did not know that. Huh. I mean, for somebody like Philip Rivers with 14 kids, you wouldn't <laughs> think that come back would be in his vocabulary. Um, but that seems to be all he does. And contrary, the fucking Chargers were in a position where they didn't have to come back this week because they didn't have exactly. Philip Rivers. Um, yeah. And they ended up winning a close game by a miracle. Uh, I think this is the easy one. If if the Vikings are the dogs, then just put the house on yep. it. Put the mortgage on it. I think the Vikings played decent against a very good Green Bay team last week. I do think the Vikings are still a, a th- good team. In the I think that Kirk Cousins yeah, is better than people think he is. Or, I don't know. The, the defense is definitely better than it, than it was last week. So, I'm, I'm going Vikings too. Speaking of MVPs, uh, we got the Bills at the Dolphins. Buffalo minus six over under 41. You, no, you're going to keep riding this Josh Allen hype MVP train. He look, he look, he did look good. I'm not going to say he didn't. He also fumbled two balls. Uh, I think he's still going to make those young mistakes. But the Bills did look good. And this is a – they should trounce over the Dolphins. In this so, one. Cam Newton – ran for 75 yards against the Dolphins. And every time... <laughs> oh, I forget. Every, Rally's a Dolphins <laughs> it's fan a tough too. life. Every time that Josh Allen plays a fence, he runs all over us for damn near 100 yards. So I don't see that changing based off of last week's defensive preview. So I think the Bills win this one handily. I think the Bills definitely do that. And I think they take yeah. the over by themselves. I think the Dolphins have a, a lot of things to look forward to, though. The defense a lot of is things a lot as in Tua? I agree. <laughs> or Tua, yeah. If you don't break that bitch-ass hip. Nick also thinks that Tua should start, like, game three. I was saying after their bye on week stuff. 10. Okay, I respect that. Two, but two picks. Two, what? Maybe three. Three. Three, two. Might have been I three. It, I think it was three. No, he doesn't. He didn't, he didn't like, play good. I know, but yeah. you have to worry about Tua's hip. You can't put two in. Even two if in. they put him in, there's still a six and ten, seven and nine team at best. There's no reason in blowing him apart for that. Yeah, not for a tenth pick. Um, we got the 49ers at the Jets. We got San Francisco minus seven, over under forty one and a half. 
Yeah. Jets are the worst Adam team Gase, in the NFL. Adam Gase is uh, the worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the Dolphins ever hired that man in the first place. And then the Jets decided oh, crazy to eyes. after that. Uh, yeah, 49ers bounce back this week easily. Uh, they get their offensive rhythm, and they're going to look the same they did last year. 49ers. The only hiccup I see here is the 49ers going to the East Coast for a 1 o'clock game. That's the only hiccup I see. It's the Jets. It's the Jets, though. So this is the game you want to do it for. Uh, San Francisco minus 7. I, I like that. I'll probably bet the house on that. Um, But, yeah, we'll figure out whether or not Jimmy G is a fucking fraud or not because he's playing the worst defense. He doesn't have much help on wide receiver, though. He's got a lot of guys. Debo Samuel's hurt, and I think their rookie pick is hurt. Brandon Ayuk? Yeah. Yeah. Ayuk? I think he's out too. They didn't run the ball as well as week one as they did last year either. So what are we taking? 49ers around the board? Yeah, 49ers. Okay. This is another interesting game that I like, and I like from a better standpoint. Uh, We got the Rams at the Eagles at 1 o'clock. We got the Philadelphia Eagles at minus one over under 46. Eagles are kind of like the Colts. They get overhyped for no reason. That That offensive line is completely depleted, and the football team showed that the other night. Because they have a shitty defensive line and somehow got eight sacks. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> up. Uh, no, Eagles just are just getting decimated by injuries, and I like Carson Wentz, I do. But I guess the spread on that, the Rams looked really good against Dallas on Sunday night. They did what they wanted to on offense. They didn't have anything spectacular, but without a. You know, running back by committee, they did it, and Jared Goff looked decent, and their defense looked good. No, I think, I think the Eagles get way too overhyped. I think this is another good one that you can make money on. Philadelphia minus one is bizarre. Uh, the Rams looked really good last week. They're not on the fast turf; they're on uh, natural grass this week, which might slow them down a little bit, but not enough to be beat by Philadelphia. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Carson Wentz is a fraud. Like, I don't think he's the answer there. And uh, I don't know about fraud. He doesn't yeah, think you when take eight sacks bag. from a uh, Washington football team. <laughs> like, some of some of that's on him, so With I'm definitely going Rams. Hey, that's say what the you, best front five in there. Say what you want to say about the football team, but that front defensive line there, they have a lot of – yeah. Five first I mean, round they picks. They look good. They look good. Yes, they are good. They are good. They were good last year. The defensive line wise, that was it. No, I honestly couldn't name football. a single Eagles wide receiver either. Deshaun so. uh, oh, Jeffries. No. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. And they drafted Jalen Rager from TCU. We got another good one right here. We got the Broncos at the Steelers. We got Pittsburgh as a minus seven and a half over under four. I would hammer Steelers on that one. Pitts. Yeah, Steelers. I mean, Pittsburgh's my dark horse now. They looked really good the other night. Uh, Big Ben coming back into it. I think it took him two quarters until at least half. He got a little nervous. He didn't have <laughs> enough porn on the sideline <laughs> to fucking <laughs> jack off to. Got to get the swagger going back, but. 
he looks skinnier. He he looks he looked good. I think he made some really good throws. And that Pittsburgh defense, I think, is going to take them over the top this year. I like the Steelers, but I don't like the minus seven and a half, uh, especially with Drew Locke looking confident last week. Um, it'll be a a factor of whether or not the Steelers defense can stop the Broncos offense, because. Or whether or not the Broncos' defense can stop the Steelers' offense. Big Ben um, is a man. Hey, you like yeah, that? Big Ben's a you man like who that? doesn't take no for an answer. I. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, especially if, if it's in the bathroom stall. Uh, so don't yeah. catch Drew Locke in the bathroom stall. Um, I like the Steelers, but I don't like What's the over under on that one? Uh, Seven and a half. Uh, 40 and a half. Oh. Minus seven and a half Shit. by Pittsburgh. I don't know about that. I'd probably take the under on it. I think Benny Snell looked good too. So I honestly think he needs to have a chance to play more, even if James Conner's healthy. Yeah, James. James. Benny Connor Snell who? ran mad, but how long can he run mad yeah, before he point. blows an ACL? I'm still taking Steelers on. So, yeah. Yeah, Steelers on this. All right, and then we got a a matchup of zero and one teams. We got the Panthers at the Buccaneers. We got Tampa Bay minus eight and a half over under forty seven and a half. I, I I think the Panthers aren't expecting a whole lot from this year. I think they're a young rebuilding team with a freshman coach that just signed like a six year contract or something like that. Yeah, he's a fraud. <laughs> I don't think he's a fraud. It's Matt Rule. He built Baylor back up to a decent enough program. Um. I that don't still think, has sexual assault cases. <laughs> I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is deemed their savior. I think they're going to draft somebody next year, but I don't think the Panthers are – I don't expect too much from the Panthers. I think the Buccaneers and Tom Brady bounce back this week, and Tom comes, and that offense kind of clicks a little bit, and, you, and they get going. I think this is when we figure out whether or not Tom Brady's a system quarterback or not. Um – Panthers played a scrappy game last week and lost to a scrappy team. A little scrappy, scrappy alley cat game. Um, Buccaneers just look fucking bad, and they have a good defense. They have a good offense. They just got a fucking old ass wimp playing quarterback. Um, so we're their see defense made plenty of mistakes, and they had a blocked field goal, and they muffed a kickoff return. Listen, okay. you can't blame that on Tom. Defense is going to make mistakes with McCaffrey yeah. running down their fucking throat. Uh, I don't like the minus eight and a half at all. That is a big spread for a mediocre team. I think this is a close, gritty game, and I think this is where Tom Brady establishes himself as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback and makes a fourth, a late game mark yeah, I agree. to win the game. Buccaneers, Buccaneers fight. Yeah, I think that Bridgewater looked pretty good. And I think that Panthers team is going to be a lot more problematic than people are giving them credit for. And yeah, all right. I agree. I, I, I just think their defense is really young. I think both of them are, are questionable. But I don't like that point spread either. If I'm picking the winner, I think the Bucks win it. Maybe, you know, lay fourth like Nick said or in overtime. But I would definitely take that eight and a half under or eight and a half points for the Panthers because I think it's going to be close. Moving on to a undefeated matchup. Two stellar young T 
teams. We got the football team at the Cardinals. We got the Cardinals at minus six and a half, over under 46 and a half. This is a good matchup between two very young teams. Uh, I told you earlier, I think Kyler is a pedestal above Dwayne Haskins at this point. But I don't think the Cardinals have a defense. The football team does have a defense. So, I, th- I mean, this is an intriguing matchup. I think it comes down to how many times was Kyler Murray sacked last year, which was a lot. But Kyler is also can get out of the pocket, too. Can he? Or does he run into pressure? Um, I think it comes down to how many times was Kyler Murray sacked last year and how many sacks did the football team have last year. Given the Cardinals' offense is a lot better than the football team's offense and the football team's defense is a lot better than the Cardinals' defense. So, um, I think we hit the over. I think we still have a close game. But I'm going to stay true to my team. I'm going to say the football team. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the Cardinals. And I really don't think this this is going to be a close game. Yeah. yeah. I'm going Cardinals on this one, too. Cardinals were very – I mean, they just they've beat the got, to win the Super Bowl. Cardinals are going to be tough to beat this year. You also said there was no chance that Washington beat Philadelphia last year. I don't think I week. said – I don't think I said there was no chance. Because I don't think Philadelphia is ever that good. Yes, they won the Super Bowl a couple I, times. I think the Cardinals are going to hang some points but, up early. And – the football team with Dwayne Haskins is not going to be able to catch up. God, it's so fucking weird saying the football team. I <laughs> wish it. I wish it was permanent. Just stick with it. The, the football, football team. <laughs> you fan of the football team? Yeah. Which one? The football team. The the. It's the, like it's like the university. The, the one and football, football team. There's some swagger behind it. There's some swagger behind it. Uh, we move on to the Chiefs at the Chargers. Uh, we got Kansas City minus eight and a half, over under forty seven and a half. I think this is easy because Tyrod Taylor is a fucking fraud and he doesn't know how to throw the ball. If they don't put in Justin Herbert after this week, then they don't want to win football games. Um, they're not put Justin Herbert's not ready yet either. The Chargers will not score a single point in this game. The Chiefs will win. 34 to nothing. Chiefs didn't look like they missed a beat. And they ran the ball more times than they passed on Thursday night. Uh, they've got a damn good running back now. And Chiefs offense is going to do what they fucking want to this year. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs win this one easy. Chargers Charger should have lost. Yeah, Chiefs game. win handily. I don't think it's going to be close at all. But uh, I do think that the Chargers are a team that could benefit from putting Herbert in. You know, unlike the Dolphins, they've got a little bit of something to play for this year, so I think they should get him in sooner rather than later. All right, all right. Week three. We'll see. Moving on, we got the Ravens at the Texans. We got Baltimore minus seven, over under 50. We're scoring here, boys. I just don't (laughs) – I I think the Texans are shit too. Until they sweep the (laughs) Titans. With Hopkins. I don't think think so. Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. I think he is very overpaid. I think he's a little overrated. And they have receivers, but that offensive line can't block for him. And I don't know if he can throw the ball that well. That defense ain't shit. That defense played good against the best offense in the league. 
scores 34 points. That's good. Yeah, I completely disagree with you, Jalen. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing. <laughs> they're playing in the AFC South, which is just notorious for subpar offenses. I think they'll be fine in the AFC South. I do think they start 0-2. I think you hammer Baltimore minus seven. I could see three touchdowns here. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah, to Ravens. Yeah, Jalen, I disagree. Yeah, I, I think Deshaun you. Watson's a great quarterback. But Honda, you can't keep getting rid of his best weapons and expect him to. No, I'm not going to disagree with you there, but he's still, he still has decent. He's, he's got good weapons. He's always hurt. Will Fuller, Will Fuller uh, always they hurt. got Brandon. Okay. Uh, they got Brandon Cooks from Los Angeles. Randall Cobb, who I know is a little older, but, I mean, you remember how good I Randall Cobb really. was with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills trash. If the Dolphins get rid of him, there's a reason. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I mean, I think – I think that is a above average receiving core, and you should. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson, but yes, back to this game. The Ravens just beat the shit out of them this week. I think Sunday Night Football. We got the New England Patriots at the Seahawks. Uh, We got Seattle minus three and a half over under forty five. Intriguing game. I think we. I think this is where we're going to see what the Patriots are. Um. I think the Seahawks have, are really going to open this offense up to Russell, and kind of let Russell go ham instead of running the ball, and being a run centric offense. Uh, and we'll see what the Patriots are D- against I, a good team. Obviously, yeah. they played the Dolphins last week. I think this team, this game really exposes the Patriots. I, no offense. Um, but they barely beat the Miami Dolphins last week. They scored a garbage time touchdown to seal the game. Uh, their defense is depleted due to opt-outs because they believe in the China virus. Um, Cam Newton is throwing in between the hash marks, which last time I checked, the hash marks in the NFL are really narrow um, and running. The Seahawks scored a lot of points last week against a mediocre defense. A horrible defense. A horrible defense. But Russell is on his MVP campaign. I think this is a statement game on Sunday Night Football. And uh, I take the Seahawks by a lot more than three yeah. and a half. Yeah, I got I'm yeah. I'm Cam Seahawks rushing for 15 times works, worked against the Dolphins, but the Seahawks are definitely not the Dolphins. And uh, that's not going to happen. So let Russ cook. I'm going with the Seahawks. Monday Night Football, we are opening the spaceship. Uh, we got the Saints at the Raiders. We got New Orleans at minus six, over under 49. I'm excited to see that stadium. With no fans. I know, but everybody keeps talking about SoFi. Don't get me wrong. SoFi Stadium is nice as fuck, too. I don't know. The thing about Allegiant Stadium, I think it's because it's all Easy. black, you know? I think it looks really it and black like really black stadiums matter. <laughs> it looks really cool on the outside, and both stadiums look awesome. Uh, I think Chargers are they at home this week? Yes, I think it'll be cool. Um, the Raiders surprised me. Uh, Derek Carr played really well last week. He played okay. He beat. He scored thirty-four points. 
This is going to be my upset pick of the week. I'm taking the Raiders. I think it's close, especially if Thomas is out for the Saints. Uh, I agree, Jalen. I think Derek Carr and the Raiders looked pretty good last week. I don't know if they win, but I would probably take that that point spread for them. I think the Saints pulled out. That's still another, yeah. That's still the, another young team that still has, you know, a year or two left yeah. until they're actually really good. Building those draft picks yeah. and everything, I got to take Saints. And we'll see John Gruden's weak hairline versus Drew Brees' weak arm. Keep hairlines out of this. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so, um, we'll see where we stack up next week. We got guest picks this week. Um, but last week, in case you missed it, uh, we ended up Juicy J 11 and 5. Uh, Slick Nick 7 and 9 and we didn't have a guest because we don't have any friends uh, but we'll keep you updated next week um, thank you so much Junior JR uh, we won't say your government name for joining us on episode 27 um, maybe if the Big Ten plays football this year we'll get you back on to talk about it um, yes but we appreciate you coming on did you know once did you know once that JR uh Decided to play center for flag football. One drive. Entire two weeks. And then he played one drive and came to the sideline and said, hey. I'm done. I don't know. I want to do it anymore. I think JR kicked me out of at least three. Well, that that three was three. a different me. Both 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 instances. But uh. And then we bought headsets and we sat on the sideline with headsets. And I think you bought like a pack of like four clipboards and any time <laughs> the defense did something bad. We coached the best two and six. <laughs> intramural football team that Martin's ever seen. But thank you guys for having me. Uh, I think this is going to make a great audition tape for Barstool Sports. So, yeah, we'll all make it big here. Well, we wish the best. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Episode 27 of the Slick and Juicy Show. We'll see you next week for Episode 28.